entrepreneurs and business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're also giving back to the community, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind with host Chris Cooper. If you are looking to make the most of yourself and your business, then you will want to stay tuned for the next hour. Here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper, and I'm delighted to be uh, back with you again for another week. And uh, today we're going to talk about celebrity service with uh, my guest today, uh, Jeff Ram. And before we introduce you to Jeff, I'd like to say a big thank you to my guest last week, Professor Martin Parker from the University of Leicester, who was talking with us about alternative organizations. We were talking about pirates, we were talking about the mafia, we were talking about the circus, and uh, looking at these different examples of of, of organizations and uh, how perhaps we can maybe learn a little bit uh, a little bit from them uh, to help us actually improve um, our businesses um, so if you're not listening to that one it was a, a different uh, conversation and a very interesting one and I had one or two messages saying that people have really really enjoyed it so uh, thank you to them uh, now I'm delighted today to uh, to welcome my friend Jeff Ram on the show uh, Jeff is the first ever guest to be on this show for a third time and by popular demand uh, even Jack Canfield hasn't achieved that. So he's going to be talking with us about um, his favorite subject, which is celebrity service. Now, perhaps you want to stand out from your customers. And maybe at the moment you think your customer service is good. But then, as Jeff said, comes along celebrity service. And we're going to discuss uh, the unseen gap between good and amazing service from Examples from Jeff will be, um, I'm sure, things like room service in South Africa. He's traveled all over the world, by the way, uh, visiting a toy shop in London. He talks about trying on clothes in New York. And um, he's going to share examples of um, what he calls celebrity service that can really help us change everything in our business by just creating incredible word of mouth that has customers just beating down at your door for more. Jeff is the creator and author of Celebrity Service and OMG Marketing. He's a multi-award winning speaker who's challenged and inspired audiences across five countries. And I've seen him speak many times, continents, sorry. I've seen him speak many times and he's fantastic. He's a, he has a genuine passion and infectious love for this subject. He's uh, funny, he's original, um, and his content really does challenge you to strive for greater results. He um, talks about real-life observational content, and uh, he delivers that to help you to look deeper and think harder and create better and stand out from the competition. He sees standout customer service and marketing ideas from all over the world that others simply miss. He's renowned as being the Billy Connolly of service and marketing. He receives rave reviews from corporate clients, associations, as well as entrepreneurial audiences for his delivery. He's also a fan of Sunderland Football Club. He's going to get the game tomorrow. And incredibly, they're facing my team, Leicester. And both teams are uh, vying to, uh, to try and stay in the football league. So uh, um, hopefully we'll still be friends next week. A big welcome to Jeff Ram. Thanks, Chris. And uh, a big hello to all the listeners. <laughs> Great to speak to you. And it's, I can't believe, Jeff, it's been over three years since you were last on the show. It, just doesn't seem like it. Time has flown, Chris. It has absolutely flown. When you said 2012, I thought, no, no, that that was that was the Olympic year. It can't be. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, the, the Olympics are next year. The next year. I, mean, I don't know where the time has gone. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, you were with Michael Jackson last time, and I, I, I wonder. Um, 
that might be good if it's been a little while since you've been on. Um, you know, what have you been doing? What have you been up to? Oh, it's been it's been a real whirlwind, Chris. I've um, as as you know, I I've I just finished the book. I, it took me quite a while to write Celebrity Service. That came out uh, just a couple of months ago. I have been on a bit of a whirlwind tour of 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 speaking of engagements of events of conferences and uh, some really exciting places i i've literally um just this moment got got over my jet lag i was i was speaking in melbourne in australia last week um but i've had some incredible incredible places i was in in quito um, the capital of ecuador oh. um, back end of last year i've been to malta a few times in shanghai so the 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 yeah the, the the travel is incredible it's it's and to see different cultures and places and you know audiences and businesses entrepreneurs they, they 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 still have the same question no matter what language no matter what culture they have the same question how do we how do we stand up from the crowd how do we get more for less and how do we how do we how do we market ourselves but how do we how do we deliver the service that's going to really you know propel our business and um, it's been very exciting. It's been exciting times. And um, I think I've said it to you before, Chris, it's not a job. It's not a job. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy what I do. And, um, yeah, very exciting times ahead as well. well I think, Jeff, I think you, you, you know, as an individual, we've known each other for a few years now. And, you know, one of the things that's really inspired me is that, you know, you say it's not a job. But, uh, you know, when we first spoke, you're – your ambition and dream was to be speaking all over the world at um, at exciting places um, around the globe. And uh, since we last spoke, you've really been doing it. I keep I keep thinking somebody's going to wake me up one day. <laughs> um, but until that time comes, it's uh, yeah, it, it's 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 funny. You know, people say, "Oh, be careful what you wish for," and and I think they're right. I think they're right. It's um, you never know where that next phone call, email could take you. Um, I'm very fortunate, very, very fortunate indeed to, to, to do something that I love and to share ideas and stories with, with audiences around the world. It's, it's, it's such a buzz. It really is. And you, so you've been in all these places. You've been to, say, Shanghai and Quito. And uh, I remember a few hours myself in Quito Airport many years ago. Uh, and, um, you know, what have you learned from it? What have you learned uh, about yourself and about life from all this experience that you've had? Oh, that's, that's a very deep question for a Friday afternoon, Chris. Um, what have I learned about myself? I, I think I've learned about myself. It was interesting. The, the, the event in Melbourne last week, I, I, I spoke with a, with a host of other speakers, and one of the areas that was mentioned is what, what advice would you give yourself? Or would you give your, give, give your younger self, should I say? Mm. You know, sort of looking back sort of 20 years or so. And it's just, a, you know, just go for it. Just just do it. Just go for it. Just and, and you know what? You're better than you think you are. I think that's a bit of advice I'll give you. You're actually better than you think you are. And, and what, what have I learned in, in, in all of this time and travel and, and things that I do? I just learned to, to still have fun. We've, we've always got to have fun. But I suppose we... I, I, I never realized, I never thought for one moment, you know, gr growing up, college, university, starting my own business, I never thought it possible to be doing some of the things I'm doing now. Um, I thought it was almost out of reach. And that whole sort of goal setting, and as you rightly said, you know, all those years ago, I had these thoughts and ideas of, of going international. 
I never truly, you know, you, you have these dreams, but until they come around, you, it, it, that's all they are. They're just thoughts. So what I've learned about myself is it, it, it can be done, but it, it also takes time. It's never a, a, a one-night wonder. It's never a, a, a quick hit. It, it's took an awful long time to get to where I am now, which which I totally appreciate and, and I'm grateful for. That's a, I mean, it's a really good point, an interesting point, that isn't it? That you know, we we do wish for things, and people can get very frustrated that they're not here right now. But there's always a time lag, and if you, <laughs> if you stick with something for long enough, though, it's amazing how eventually you find yourself living in that reality if you kept moving towards it. Uh, it, it you know there's a, there's a very famous brand that says you know you know it's it's you know a lifetime to be an overnight success and it feels like people say oh jeff how do you how are you doing this how are you doing this and I, but don't realize that i've been you know as, as a speaker as a professional speaker you know starting from from scratch from from zero you know for sort of seven years ago um i don't think people realize that everything that you put into it to try and make it happen to try and make it work and I suppose when it does, it's just I'm just I'm just grabbing every opportunity, every moment um, that that comes along, and if it's right uh, for me, if it's right for the family, if it's right for 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 the client, then it's it's great to be a part of it and, and to make it happen. Excellent. Well, I, I had a call from a friend uh, this week uh, who I used to work with many years ago, and he called for a catch up, and uh, the hook that um, that decided for him to make the call for me was um he ran me up saying i see you've got jeff ram on the show this week <laughs> <laughs> who was that i must i must owe somebody money it's a friend of my friend of mine called nick wayne if you're listening nick um thanks for giving me the call it was great to catch up with you this week and uh but it just shows jeff you've actually become a celebrity yourself i think i owe nick five pounds or a pint a pint of lager maybe yeah, he did say you were mates. So. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go and let's talk about service. Why is service just so important to you personally? Yeah. I think it's not just important to me, Chris. It's important to everybody. I think, yeah, people, you know, when we when we've, when we've had these uh, interviews previously, and I've talked about OMG marketing, you know, that's been a love and a passion since I was a child. I haven't had a love and a passion for customer service since I was a child. And somebody once asked me not so long ago, it was actually a different interview. They said, wait, wait, well, so when did you become so passionate about customer service? I said, I think it was the, I think it was the day I earned my first pay packet. And they said, what do you mean? I said, well, as soon as you've got money in your pocket, you can now go out there. You've worked hard in that month or that week to get that money. You're now going to go out there and purchase whatever it may be, a, a pizza, a pair of jeans, a, a whatever it may be. And at best, you expect good service. But we don't always get it. And this is my biggest frustration. And I've been, I've been a frustrated father, businessman, man, um, since the day I got my first pay packet. Uh, you know, you, you, this money has got a value, and that value is for a product or a service. But the customer service around it, it needs to make you feel great. It needs to make you feel you made the right choice. And I rarely see it, Chris. It, I, I, I bat my head against the wall saying, why is it not better? And for a number of years now, as you know, I spoke, uh, speak a lot about OMG marketing. But service has been creeping into my talks for quite some time. And 
somebody told me it was actually a friend of mine, Donna St. Louis. She said this to me when when we met and spoke together in Philadelphia not so long ago. She said, "You know, Jeff, everybody everybody wants marketing, but everybody needs service." And she's absolutely right. Um, I'm I'm as passionate as anybody about customer service, how it should be done, and getting away from the norm. Getting away from the norm. You know, we, we, I think from my marketing background, Chris, we have so many people saying, "I want more customers. I want more customers. I need more clients." But we never stop to turn around and say, Jeff, I, I want to keep more. I want to deliver great service, so I'm going to get more, um, you know, greater word of mouth. And that, to me, is 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 it's a bit of a it's a bit of a business crime, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. We're always looking for more clients, but nobody ever comes to me and says, Jeff, let's deliver service that gets talked about around the world. So we don't have to market our business. It's all purely based on service. Now, this comes from the love of, of delivering customer service and the people and the brand and everything about the ethics of, and, and, and the ethos of, of the brand itself. So I'm very passionate. I'm just as passionate as I am with marketing as I am with service. But I'm challenging people and I'm, I'm, I'm challenging organizations as we speak, Chris, to really sort of look at themselves, look at all of the customer touch points and say, look, it can be so much better. You know this, I know this, the customer, client know this. Let's let's improve on it. And this is this is what's been very, very exciting for the past for the past twelve months or so delivering delivering celebrity service. Wonderful. And uh, it, it's it's good. we're going to commercial break in a minute, but it it's must be such a great subject to study with what you're doing, because you must be picking up examples from your travels all over the world. Um so, uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see in a, in a year or two, Jeff, whether you find you're getting exceptional service everywhere you go. Well, it would, it would be interesting. It's um, for, for me, Chris, for me, it, I am. I am. I'm picking up. I'm observing the world around me, which I've always done. But I'm observing the great service. Yes, I'm observing bad service, but I never speak about that. I never write about that. What's, you can't be inspired by hearing about the bad stories. You can only be inspired by hearing about the great now there's good service, but there's celebrity service. There, there is a gap, Chris. There is a big, big gap, and that's one I want to share with with the listeners after the break on on what it looks like, but also what you know. Where did where did celebrity, the term celebrity, come from? Because we live in this celebrity culture now. But I want to share with everybody where this idea came from, and it's this one technique, this one philosophy that's going to change the way you deliver service from listening to this show. Wonderful. Well, we'll, we'll do come back after the break and Jeff will share with you uh, more. So we're back again in just a couple of minutes. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. 
We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. tuned in to be more achieve more with host chris cooper if you have a question or comment about our show please direct your emails to info at be that's info at be now back to chris cooper hi it's chris cooper and with jeff ram we're talking about celebrity service so jeff tell us where did celebrity service come from <laughs> Well, I never, I never sat down to write it. It actually happened, would you believe, live on stage. This was around about 11 years ago in the northwest of England at a, at a big conference. There were 300 entrepreneurs in that, in, that, in that conference room. And as I walked on stage for the second half of the event, it was all about customer retention, customer service. And I completely changed my opening line. And I asked the audience, I said, do you treat all your customers the same? And half of the room nodded. Yeah, we treat everybody with the same, you know, high level of service each and every day, no matter who they are type of thing. Apart from one woman who was sat at the front. And she shouted out, Chris. <laughs> she, she shouted out, absolutely, Jeff. Now, as you know, you know, with us based in the UK, if we do an event and we speak in the UK, Nobody in the audience shouts out. That just doesn't happen. <laughs> so I was really taken aback. And I went, oh, okay. I said, well, what sort of business have you got? She said, I've got a boutique shop or a boutique store. I said, right. I said, what do you do? She says, well, we manufacture, we design, we sell handmade um, homeware, kitchenware, or, and, and children's toys out of wood, metal, and stone. She says, it's very exclusive, rather expensive. I said, okay, right, fine. And this is in the middle of the talk, okay? I, I break off to talk to this one woman. I said, give me examples of this great service. And she said, well, we've got two couches at the front of the store. People can sit down, they can relax. We also serve tea and coffee. And I said, all right, how much is the tea and coffee? She said, no, no, it's free. It's all complimentary. And the rest of the room at this stage were like, wow, that's a really good idea. And they started writing some notes. And I said, you treat everybody with the same high level of service. And if you can imagine the listeners now, I've got my hand at the top of my brow. This is the high level of service. And she said, yeah. I said, what happens if a celebrity were to walk into your store tomorrow? She said, like who? <laughs> and I said, and of course, I'm, I'm, I'm 
I'm making this up, Chris, as I go along. I said, um, I, I said, I said, I said, do you like, do you like men or women? She says, I like men. I said, well, that's fine. I said, think of an A-list celebrity Hollywood movie hunk. And she thought for a couple of seconds and she shouted out, she shouted out two names. Any ideas what those names could be, Chris? I don't know. Maybe maybe a Johnny Depp or someone like that, or Brad Pitt. Oh, you've got one of them. You're fifty percent right. Fifty percent you know, right. So eleven years ago, Johnny Depp. Maybe a bit more. Brad Pitt would be eleven years ago. Well, she shouted out. She shouted out two names. Swayze. She's a bit, oh, a bit a bit of Swayze. We haven't had Swayze for a while. <laughs> she shouted out George and Brad. Ah. And. I was like, okay. So I, I turned the tables, and again, I'm, I'm I'm way off a tangent now in the talk. And I said, okay, picture the scene. George Clooney's been making a movie here for the past six months. He flies home tomorrow. He hears all about your wonderful products and the service that you provide. He phones up the store this afternoon and says something like, "Hi, I'm George Clooney. Uh, you know, people like Chris Chris Cooper will mention me on the show one day." He said. I've heard all about your store. I want to. I want to come in tomorrow, and I want. I want to buy from you. And of course, the rest of the audience are all smiling at this, and she's smiling away in the audience. And he said, "But I've got. I've got two problems." He said, "The first is the paparazzi." He said, "They've been following me around for the last six months. You know, wherever I go, and I just want some peace and quiet." And the other one is a nice one, but you know, I've had enough. He said, "It's autograph hunters." He said, "I love signing my autograph, but..." Really, I'm just tired. I want a little. I want half an hour to myself. So, if I come to your store in the morning, would you close it just for me? And I looked at. Her, I said, "Would you close the shop for George?" And she said, "Yes, I would." I said, "Well, I'm. I'm speaking here today. I've got another event tomorrow. I'm staying over local." I said, "If I, if I come into your shop tomorrow, would you close the shop for me?" And she just quietly shook her head. <laughs> and the rest of the audience were like, oh, you know. You know and she said, oh, what's the, and I said, what's the matter? She said, oh, well, I would treat people differently. I said, of course you would. Of course you would. But the next question changed everything, Chris. And I'd made up this celebrity style uh, off the top of my head. And I said, what, what else would you do for George tomorrow? if he came into your shop. And the most amazing thing is she came up with six ideas in 30 seconds. She said she was delivering the highest levels of service. If a celebrity were to walk in, everything changes. I can only ever remember four of the six ideas because she really just rattled them off really quickly. The first thing she said she would do, she would, she would get her hair done. Her sister was a hairdresser, so she would, she would get her hair done that evening. The next thing she would do is she would wear her best dress. All of a sudden, Chris, your image changes. Or should I say your image has been upgraded? I said, anything else? She said, um, she said yeah, the, the, we've, we've got this wonderful oak floor in the, in, the, in, the, in the shop. It's needed varnishing for the last six months. She said, I would varnish it, this she would, I would varnish it tonight. Billy Conley's greatest ever line. The queen thinks the world smells of paint. <laughs> so all of a sudden, she changes. Her appearance of her business changes. I said, anything else? She said, yeah. And the last one was a great one. She said, um, I'll get rid of the tea and coffee. 
I said, what? You can't do that. It's a great idea. She said, no, 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 no. I would bring in the proper coffee. These, these were tiny ideas, slight upgrades, upgrades on the service of how you would look, what you would deliver, and what you would give, Chris. And she didn't think that it could be improved upon what she was currently doing. And based on that premise of if a celebrity were to email, walk in, phone, meet you in a, in a business situation, your potential future client, what would you do? What would you say? What would you react? How would you do? What would, what would be the speed of response? What would you send them? What would you give them? Because I'll tell you what you would give them, Chris. You'd give them better than what you're currently giving your clients right now today. Now, if we were to take that better and deliver it to every client every day, there is a gap. There's your gap in your service that you didn't realize this exists. It's also the gap that your competition cannot touch you for. You've upgraded every single customer touch point across, across your business and your, your competition cannot even touch you for it. It's the service, it's the gap. And from that one, that one question and that one piece of interaction many, many years ago has come this, this dare I say, philosophy, this way of thinking, this technique, this idea on this is how we can actually physically improve our service. Because I'll be honest with you, Chris, there has been nothing new in service for the past three decades. How many books do you read on service? How many speakers will you see? And they talk about going the extra mile. They talk about exceeding expectations. You've got to answer the phone within three rings. This is 30, 40 years old stuff. There's nothing new in service. But this is new. And in, on my travels, when I'm challenging uh, audiences and clients with this, it's getting people to think in a very, very different way, not just at, at, at board level, but across the group, across businesses, from, from the very per first person on the, on the first floor to the CEO. They are thinking in a different way. And this, Chris, is, this is exciting. This is exciting me, and it's, um, as you can possibly tell, <laughs> well, it's a wonderful metaphor to really help you raise that bar to another level. But I wonder when you, when you, if you do that, um, how you know how do you sort of consistently then apply that new level of service? Yeah, good question. Good question. It's it's about it's very much about visualization. We, we meet, you know, to, to listen to the talk or to read the book or to. Um, to, to bring this into your business, you know, it's quite easy for everybody to be quite whipped up within the first week. Maybe we're still talking about it a month later, but six months down the line, 12 months down the line, are we still, are we still involved in this celebrity concept? There, there needs to be a visual reminder, Chris. There needs to be a visual reminder. Now, you mentioned Johnny Depp, all right? Now, very, very simple technique. Very, it's ridiculous. Um, I said to you, right, okay, so Johnny Depp is your hero. He's your number one celebrity hunk or goddess. You can choose a goddess. Quite simply, just get a picture of Johnny Depp. Get a picture. You put, you see these in offices all the time. Get a picture of Johnny Depp and have it by the cash register. Have it by your telephone. Have it by your PC. Have it wherever you need it to be when you're going to be working with clients. And just look at it 
before that phone rings, when that email comes through, and say to yourself this one question, if this person was Johnny, what would I say, what would I do, how would I react, and what would I give them? It's like we need a visual stimulus to keep us focused on providing celebrity service. How, how would, for example, I was, I don't know if you ever watch Undercover Boss, but I yes uh, found myself at home home this week uh, a little bit more than usual and uh, i watched uh, one on the tv a couple of days ago and it was about uh, the boss of securico and uh, he just amalgamated three other businesses and they suddenly had um i think it was 16 or 17000 employees yes how 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 do you visually remind them that <laughs> number of people um, I'll, well I'll, I'll go back a step here I'll, I'll try to go back a step. Well, one is this visualization, representation, this stimulus can can work, work for everybody. There's no reason why it can't because it's something very personal and physical to them. Okay, it's not a poster that you'd have up on the wall. It's not a, a, a some sort of you know sort of internet page that says we we must do this, we must do this. I want to go back a step here, Chris, and and say you know we we've got all these people. Let's you know we need to develop this celebrity service mentality. We've also got to get the very best people to deliver service here. And this is what I'm coming across. This is what I'm coming across on my travels. Of the people, it's never the brand who are, who are delivering the service. It's always the people within that business that are promoting the brand. It's never the other way around. So first and foremost, we've got to get the very best people, the right people, the best people possible to provide that service because they will hopefully spread that their own service um, love, if, if I could call it that, uh, to their team, to their to their departments. We've, we've got to get the right people in. It's not just about a technique and, and telling everybody that this is the way to do it. We've got to come from both angles. Here's the brand new technique. Here's the idea. But also get the right people in from the other side. And in the middle, you'll create this culture that is different to the competition, better than the competition. Excellent. Now, now there's something about celebrity that people people seem to find exciting. And uh, you mentioned that, you know, people like uh, Brad and George and and the likes. And I wonder, how do you how do you really make service exciting? Because if you're going to get a step change, yes. and, and we're, we're talking now about a lot of people in that particular last example, how do you make your service really exciting and uh, really engage people to actually- excitement is ex- excitement is is one of the key um, functions of celebrity because what I did is I broke down the word celebrity so celebrity is consistency excitement love engagement bravado response independence thank you and you and your team and for all the ideas from all the great observations around the world I categorized them into these these key areas. Excitement is an interesting one. The best example I've got from this uh, is a a lady called Christina. I got on board a flight from Zimbabwe. That's another one of these crazy places I've been to in the last 12 months. From Zimbabwe back to South Africa, back to see Michael, of course, Michael Jackson. And I was doing a conference in Zimbabwe. I got on board an Airlink flight, which is a tiny, tiny aeroplane. It's think think Big Bopper and Richie Valens. We're talking tiny old airplane. And I got up to the to the 
to the to the top of the plane, uh, got, got up on the uh, from the steps, and there was two members of staff and said, "Oh, can I see your boarding card, please?" I said, "Yeah, certainly." And I'm trying to find it. I couldn't. I still have my three piece suit on. I couldn't find it anywhere. And she said, "Oh, I'm so sorry to have to ask you." I said, "No, that's fine." I, said, I eventually found it, and I said, "There's there's my boarding card now." My boarding card said one F. So I thought with my suit on, I'd been upgraded. I thought they might have just upgraded me and put me in the business section. Of course, the plane is so small. There's no business section. It's just I'm at the front. Yeah. And I said, there's my there's my boarding card. I was expecting some sort of thing about, oh, you've, you've been upgraded, sir. I didn't get that. This one member of staff looked at this boarding card, then looked at me and she said, you've won a prize. <laughs> I said, sorry? She says, you've won a prize. I said, what have I won? She says, I can't tell you, but I'll tell you later. I said, is this an upgraded ticket? She said, no, you just sat at the front. And she was smiling away and she said, you know, welcome on board. And I got to the, I walked to the front seat, window seat. There was a gentleman beside me. He's in his 70s. I said, hi there, you all right? He said, yeah, I'm fine. He said, I said, um, I said, did you win a prize? <laughs> he said, yeah, I did. I said, what did you win? He said, she won't tell me. <laughs> I'm leaning over. I'm leaning over because there was, there was three seats on the other side. It was a tiny plane, two seats on one side, three on the other. And I said, did you, did you win a prize? And they said, yeah. I said, what are you? No, she won't tell me. Sat at the front of the plane, Chris. Sat, sat right at the very front. Give me an amazing, amazing vantage point. Every single person who got on that flight received a compliment. And I'm talking about your hair, your jacket, your shoes, your, your briefcase. I'm talking about parents with children. Even they got a compliment. Oh, is that Buzz Lightyear? Oh, I love Buzz Lightyear. So that means that every single person that walked past us, because we were at the front, had a smile on their face from ear to ear. It was wonderful. Everybody sat down. This same girl, Christina, came to the front. She picked up the telephone and she said, welcome on board Air Lake Flight to Johannesburg. Delighted that you've joined, you've joined us uh, this evening because you've got the best looking cabin crew in the skies and of course she was she said it with a tongue-in-cheek uh everybody started to laugh and she said would you do me a favor would you do me a really big favor she said there's a card in front of you if you can pull it out and please read the instructions it would mean the world to me at that point chris everybody took out the safety card and read it i've never seen that on a flight ever we started taxiing down and Christina came to the front. And if you can imagine, if, you, if your listeners are, are tuning in now, she's at the front and she calls us. She sort of waves her hands towards us. like, come on, come on, come here, come here. She said, here's your prize. So I'm, I'm giddy as a school kid. I'm, I'm leaning forward, listening to what prize I've just won. She said, you have just won the opportunity to help me open that door if we crash. <laughs> and of course, we just burst out laughing. We just, we, ah, oh, it was brilliant. We burst out laughing. The, the row behind us were laughing. The row behind them were laughing because they were laughing. And this, Chris, look, <laughs> this went on and on and on. Little pieces, little pieces of excitement from a boarding card to sitting in, to standing up to your card, to Everything, everything. And now there's more examples, but hey, this is a radio show. We need to move on. We're going to go to a break now. So 
that's she true. was phenomenal. She was phenomenal. Now, I've got to, I want to quickly tell you this. Some I, I, First time I spoke about this, somebody at the back of the audience said, ah, yes, Jeff, but, and you know it's not going to be a good question. They said, where do you find, where, you know, where, how do you get people like this into your business? Said, Look, you know her name, you've seen her photograph, you know where she works. Go and get her. Because these are the people that you need to bring into your business that can really make the biggest of difference to your service. She was phenomenal. Excellent. And as um, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, avoid the break. I think we'll keep we'll keep on going because this is uh, just too good to, uh, have to take some time out, Jeff. So I don't, you mentioned there in celebrity. Let's just uh, let's just move through um, uh, one or two more of them. And uh, actually, it sounds like uh, your third point was love and it sounded like there was a little bit of love in that uh, air hostess who was taking on that journey yeah I mean you know consistency excitement love I mean love is it would have been easy to choose loyalty for the L for celebrity but I didn't you know you know me I want to go the other way to everybody else so I chose love and it was the love for putting things right for when things go wrong and it was the love, and you've really got to you've really got to have passion within your service to want to deliver service when things go wrong, when it's your fault, and that that apology, that physical apology, that uh, and, and and certainly in the book, what I wrote about is a couple of examples um, of of actual gifts, gifts of, of where people have done wrong, but they've manned up. They said, you know what, we've done wrong, but we 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 want to apologise. But the people like this love doing this. I've found this out. When I've interviewed people, I've found this out. They love when something goes wrong. How, how ridiculous is that? But we find a way to make it great for the, for the client. Just this afternoon, uh, a friend of ours, uh, Michael Arnott, um, who was, it was, it was currently in the northeast of England, um, his carpets were supposed to uh, have been laid yesterday. There was a real big problem. The company messed up. But today they found a way. They got the they got the carpets laid today, but it came with a great big bouquet of flowers. Yeah. Now this used to be done twenty years ago, Chris. And in yeah. time of, of of you know global recession, we cut back on such things. Uh, but you tell us that there was a lovely. You can tell the way they wrote the the note. It's a wonderful way to say, look, we're sorry. We're going to put it right. But we're going to put some sugar and 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 cherries on the top, and we when we when we put it right, and that to me is a great love of of, of service, knowing that you want to deliver greater than than, than ever before. Absolutely, um, and those things you know, people then go and talk to them. I remember, the similar thing happened twenty years ago, actually, with my parents. The transmission on their their Ford or the electronics or something went, and uh, on the car they were stuck on holiday, and they had a real challenge kind of getting home but uh, it was completely completely fixed with a huge bouquet of flowers apologizing uh, and my, my father bought two or three more afterwards he wouldn't go anywhere else for a while uh, <laughs> and, and actually the thing had broken down <laughs> due to a fault but that those those little things can make all the difference can't they, they can turn a you Absolutely. know a tragedy or you know a, a very frustrating situation actually into a, a loyalty booster yeah absolutely Absolutely. So, so let's move. Let's move through a little bit further, uh, Jeff. I think um, uh, we'll, we'll move on to uh, bravado. What's bravado about? <laughs> Quite simply, Chris, being brave, being brave enough. If you think, if you think you run your own business, if you think this is a great, really good call in terms of customer service, 
then keep doing it. There will always be negative detractors that try to sort of sway you off uh, off guard, but please, please be brave enough to see it through. One of the best examples I ever came across was at the York Pavilion Hotel in York, not so far away from, from you and I uh, in England, many, many years ago. Uh, we woke up on Sunday morning. Uh, it was very, very early. It was about sort of six o'clock in the morning. We opened the hotel room door, and there, by our door, was an Easter egg. We completely forgot it was Easter Sunday. So there's this Easter egg, and it was a Mars Easter egg. Now, when I when I I went, I went, oh, what's this? And of course, it was Easter Sunday. I picked it up, and then I just looked. I turned my head and I looked down the corridor of this hotel. And there was an egg, a big egg, beside everybody's door. And there was one thing that came into my mind. I thought I could take all of these eggs and nobody would <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't say that. But I just thought, what a brilliant piece of service. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost you, what, a dollar, a pound. It's not going to cost you anything. It's going to, you know, it's a brilliant way to say Happy Easter. I took it. I, I still got the box. I still show it. it, 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 it if, I, if I choose this story in, in one of my talks, I still use the, this as a prop. I still have the original box from all those years ago. But I made the decision, Chris, a week later to phone up the York Pavilion Hotel in York. And I said, can I speak to your marketing manager, manageress, please? And she said, oh, speaking. I said, oh, my name's Jeff Ram. I said, I, I, said, I, was, I stayed with you last Sunday. She went, yeah. I said, the Easter egg. She went, oh. I said, what's the matter? She said, go on. I said, well, I'm I'm phoning up to say, look, I speak on this stuff. I love this stuff. What you did was brilliant. Would you mind if I if I use this as a case study, as a story, uh in in, in my talks? And, and and she said, Really? I said, Yeah, I said, it's brilliant. She said, I thought you were phoning up to complain. I said, What do you mean? She said, Following what we did last week, we had two complaints from people who stayed. I said, sorry? What did the complain about? She said, the first person rang up and said, this is wholly inappropriate. This is a, this is a, 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 a religious time. It, it, has, it has no relevance to chocolate. And the second person said um, they, they, were, they were diabetic. And again, they were, they were complaining that this isn't, this isn't appropriate. I said, look, for me, tell them to shut up. This is a brilliant, brilliant piece of service. And she said, I'm so glad you ran because this was going to be the last year we did it. And she was going to stop 200, or let's say 198 happy people. She was going to stop that for the two detractors, the two people who were negative about this service. And I said, please don't do it. And be brave enough. Be brave enough to see it through. This is, this is what I talk about. You know, you, 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 in a group situation, in a team situation, when I'm challenging teams, they say, oh, I don't think we can get away with that. Is it a bit risky? Is it, uh, you know, will it cost too much? And there'll always be people that will try to do down the idea, Chris. But if it's a great idea and you believe in it, then be brave enough, stand by it and keep doing it. Because you know what? When we stop doing it, we start looking like the competition and the competition are doing nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah. <laughs> There's, uh, but but some 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 people are just like that, aren't they? I, I walked in um, to, to vote the other day, and uh, I was amazed to see a, a woman with her shoulders over. She walked in. She complained uh, initially that uh, 
she wasn't clear on where to go. Then she said it was uh, it was uh, there was two pieces of paper and the, the, one I had to go in one box and one was slightly different colour. I had to go into another. She said it was confusing. She then went into the polling booth, complained there was no light. So I turned on the lights for her and she said it was still dark. And then she left moaning that it was um, too hot. <laughs> and some, <laughs> some people are just like that. Uh, uh, interestingly, I was I was quite thrilled to have um, a, a chap walked in straight afterwards. I didn't really, I only vaguely um, sort of knew him, and he, he came up and uh, all, all joy and all, um, all all warm and positive and greeted me by my first name and said how much he loved the radio show, which was nice. <laughs> but uh, I just saw the. It made me think of what. That's why I do this show. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. That's excellent. I love that. But you can't impact everybody, can you? No, absolutely not. Um, but but absolutely. actually, um, you're right. Those those two are probably a small bit of the business, and uh, all those others are going to go like you are going to go and tell. How many thousands of people have you now told that story to? Well, when I said I said, do you mind if I use this story? She said, will you mention the York Pavilion Hotel? <laughs> so I think I've mentioned that hotel more than any other. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> so let's let's. We've only got a few minutes left. Let's talk about uh, response. Ooh, yes, response. Here's a, here's a quick one. Here's a, here's, a, here's, a, here's a cracker for some of your listeners. Look, you're going to have, look, I mentioned it before, response. The, the, the old style response in customer service was you must answer the phone within three rings. Ah, it's had its day. It's boring. It's like once, Chris, I, I'll be honest with you, and this is, this is a, I'm 13 years in business now. I once answered the phone within seven rings and I'm still in business. Don't worry about three rings, dear me. Response. When, I've got a different take on response when it comes to celebrity service. When somebody emails you for information, on, on, on information, price list availability, or whatever it may be, if somebody calls you up, if somebody contacts you in, in whatever, whatever way that your listeners, you know, you run your own business, however, how are you going to respond to them? How are you going to respond to them? Here is one thing that you can do. Always top trump, for those of you who remember top trump cards, always try and top trump the response mechanism. So if somebody phones you, can you go and visit them? If somebody emails you, can you go and speak to them? Can you pick up the phone? Always, because what we do is we try and mirror the response. Somebody tweets, you tweet back. Somebody emails, you email back. I'm talking about improving on the response. Last year, Haley was driving down a dual carriageway. Her car cut out. Uh, Grace and Elliot, our, our children, were in the back, and she got she got towed home. The next day, went to the garage. The garage said, "Look, it's going to cost more to re, to to replace the part than it would a new car." So she went to the BMW Mini Garage dealership, which is about a mile from our house. She saw the dealership. She saw the car. She saw the Mini that she quite liked. She asked and she walked around it. She, she wanted information. She wanted information on price. Um, she wanted information on the, 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 the different sort of finance options. She wanted all this, all this information that you and I and all our listeners need to make a, a good choice of a, of a new vehicle. She asked the saleswoman for this information. The saleswoman turned to Haley and said, yeah, no problem at all. I'll get this information to you tomorrow. How did we receive the information? Any ideas, Chris? Well, I'd expect you probably received it by email, maybe. Or through yeah, the post, 
Yeah, exactly. How many people would email, thanks very much for your inquiry, blah, 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 blah. Here is blah, blah. And here's a link to the website. And here is a PDF. Ah, this is what the competition are doing. They're sending the same stuff. We did receive an email, but it was different. The email came through and it was a video message. It was a video message. The saleswoman had got her camera and after my wife had left, she'd gone round the car one last time and all the information that Haley had asked for, this saleswoman gave with this personalized video. The first two seconds of the video, Chris, ensured that we watched the entire thing because the first two words included, hi, Haley. Yeah. yeah. It lasts for a couple of minutes. She uploads it and she emails it to us. All of the information is there in a personalized way and the response is fantastic because the response is not what we anticipated. It is personalized. It is a wonderful piece of um, service that BMW, that Mini are uh, are creating. And your listeners might be listening. Oh, yeah, Jeff, but I'm just a small business. I'm an entrepreneur. I've just started my own business. How much will this cost? I don't have the marketing or the service budgets of BMW. You do not need it. No. You can go to iJot, E-Y-E-J-O-T.com, iJot.com, and it's instant video messaging instant video email messaging it is wonderful it is wonderful when somebody inquires when somebody needs when somebody wants don't respond in the normal way do it in a personalized way because you know what you can do when you when you respond back in a video message you can be enthusiastic yeah you can be passionate and you cannot get that ever ever in the written form like that, Jeff. Jeff, um, we're we're at the end now, my friend. Oh, we have to get you back for a fourth time. We just we just we just got started. We just got started, uh, which is a real shame. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we can't do a double show today. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, it's been a real pleasure talking to you again, and uh, you know, be very exciting next time you come on. You know, all the places that you've been to to hear about, and uh, I think your concept of celebrity services uh, it is it is different. It is uh, it takes service to another level. So. You know, full respect, my friend. Hope you've enjoyed being on today. Uh, it's it's absolute dream. I mean, when you said, you know, Jeff, this is going to be your third time, I thought, third time? And when you mentioned football at the beginning, I thought, you know, in a, it's, this is like a hat-trick. In a hat-trick, you get to keep the ball. I'm thinking, do I now get to keep the radio station, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you might, might need to earn a little bit more. I'm learning a lot now, but uh, <laughs> by the whole station. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you so much for inviting me. It means a lot, and, and, and you're a good friend, so thank you very much. Very welcome. It's brilliant to have you uh, on the show again. To find out more about Jeff Ram, book him as a speaker, or find out where he's speaking next, go to www.jeffram, that's uh, two M's, dot com. And if you've got any questions or feedback on the show, please send them to me at chris at chriscooper.co.uk. If you want to find more about the guests and my takes on the show and what's coming up, just subscribe to the monthly newsletter at chriscooper.co.uk. And on the next show uh, next week, we're going to be talking about lessons and influence from politics and hostage negotiation. I've uh, got a top hostage negotiator on the show. Um, it's going to be with Simon Bucknell and also Richard Moliner. So do join us then. And uh, once again, uh, a huge thank you to uh, Jeff Ram. And uh, come on, you foxes. That's, that's, that's the six, <laughs> by the black way. Cats. black cats. <laughs> <laughs> 
you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, typically 4 p.m. London on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your week.